Jesus is coming again. Cheer up, you pilgrims, be joyful and sing. Jesus is coming again. This is the voice of prophecy, a voice crying in the wilderness of these modern days. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. is coming again. From our Voice of Prophecy studios in Los Angeles, California, we welcome you to this half hour of inspiration and music, transcribed with the King's Heralds, Del Delker, Brad Braley, and HMS Richards, the Voice of Prophecy speaker. To me he hath made known Nor why unworthy Christ in love redeemed me for his own But I know whom I have believed And am persuaded that he is able To keep that that which I commit Unto him against that day I know not how this saving faith To me he did impart Nor how believing in his word Wrought peace within my but I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I've committed unto him against that Father in heaven, Jesus Christ, our Savior, taught us to pray and call thee Father. We come to thee in that holy name. Bless us and all who hear the program. In Jesus' name. There is a place of quiet rest near to the heart of God. Where sin cannot molest Near to the heart of God O Jesus, blessed Redeemer 
sent from the heart of God. Hold us who bow before thee. Near to the heart of God.
my faith in thee, my faith in thee, shall never change no matter what be Tis like a star in heaven above to ease my pain, my steps to is dim when clouds appear and dreary is my day I know with me thy love will be Here now is H.M.S. Richards, the voice of prophecy speaker. His subject, God. I saw not long since a sign in the heavens. I was looking out of my window at night and beheld the stars and the whole majestic vault of God, held up without my being able to see the pillars on which the Master had caused it to rest. Men feared that the sky might fall. Poor fools, is not God always there? Those are the words of Martin Luther. Who can look at the heavens on a starry night and in his heart of hearts doubt the existence of the Creator? For the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament showeth his handiwork. Day unto day uttereth speech and night unto night showeth knowledge. Psalm 19 verses 1 and 2. The unimaginable immensity of the heavens and their inconceivably intricate movements postulate a maker, a guider, a supreme thinker, and mathematician. Was it not Kepler who, as he traced the movements of the planets, exclaimed, O Almighty God, I am thinking thy thoughts after thee? Not only does the infinite vastness of the heavens declare God, but the infinite littleness of the atom and the electron reveals a new realm of mystery where again we see the hand of the Creator. But God is revealed not only in the heavens and in the atom. The scriptures declare that the earth is his, for he made it. In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. Genesis 1, 1. This included not only the earth itself, but all things in the earth. Even man was made in the image of God, for we read in Genesis 1, 27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. An old story tells us that once upon a time there was a young fish that had heard other fishes talking about the sea. One day he thought, I'd like to go and find the sea. 
So he set forth looking for the sea. He searched for a long time but could not find it. Then he met another fish that asked, Can you tell me where I may find the sea? His companion said, No, I've often wished to see it, for I've heard much about it. I'm looking for it myself. Then these two finally met another, an old and wise fish, whom they asked, Can you tell us where we might find the sea? The old one said, Why, this is the sea you're swimming in. You were born in the sea. You've been in it all the time. You're in it now. So there are many who look far away for God. They are forever seeking but never seem to find him. They think he's far away and difficult to reach, while all the time the scripture declares that he's not far from every one of us. For in him we live and move and have our being. Acts 17, 27. And this reminds us of the poor man who had rejected the teachings of the scripture all his life. For some reason he had fought against faith. Although he was in the last illness and very sick indeed, he was still bitter. He commanded his little niece to write on a placard the words, God is nowhere. He said, tack them up at the foot of the bed where I can see them all the time. In her excitement and childish ignorance, she disarranged the letters. As she hung the card up, the sick man was startled to see the words, God is now here. So from the words, God is nowhere, came the startling statement of truth, God is now here. And this experience was used by the Lord to draw the skeptic to faith and peace. And so it may be with every one of us. Nature declares the glory of God, but all our study of nature and of God's doings will not give us a complete understanding of him. In Job 11:7, the question is asked, Canst thou by searching find out God? And the implied answer, of course, is no. There are times when we can learn more about him by keeping still and searching our own hearts. Be still and know that I am God. Psalm 46:10. God speaks to the human heart in many ways, through nature, through his providences, through his holy word, through direct revelation by his spirit. On that night when Aaron Burr flung open the shutters of his window at Princeton University and shouted, Goodbye, God, he certainly closed the door of his soul. If we would know more about God, yes, know God himself, we must open the windows of our souls to him. It is our privilege to know his presence even now. Harriet Beecher Stowe expressed this truth in her beautiful morning hymn, Still, still with thee. When purple morning breaketh, when the bird waketh, and the shadows flee. Fairer than morning, lovelier than the daylight, dawns the sweet consciousness, I am with thee.
So both nature and the human heart and the Holy Scripture declare God. In his very popular book, God Speaks to Modern Man, Arthur E. Lickey describes the character of God under five headings, a God of power, wisdom, beauty, law, and above all, a God of love. And so the Scriptures picture him. Think of his power. Think of the power of the sun holding the earth, as by a mighty chain, with a pull of three million six hundred thousand millions of millions of tons. A steel rod would have to be three thousand miles in diameter to hold the earth, and yet the sun holds it. The sun displays the power of God in nature. Sir Isaac Newton, one of the greatest minds who ever blessed this world, said, I seem to have been like a boy playing on the seashore and diverting himself in now and then finding a smoother pebble or a prettier shell than ordinary, whilst the great ocean of truth lay all undiscovered before me. Yes, when you talk through the great libraries, visit scientific laboratories, remember the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. 1 Corinthians 3.19 Then think of the beauty of the world. It reminds us of God. An old Scottish shepherd watching his flocks in springtime saw a man examining a tiny blossom through a magnifying glass. The botanist looked up and beckoned to the shepherd to come and take a look too, and he did. Again and again he looked. Finally his lips quivered. A tear stole down his weather-beaten cheek. Why are you troubled? Oh, I wish I'd never seen this at all. Why? It's so beautiful. And to think my feet have trampled so many of them. In spite of 6,000 years of sin, there's still beauty in the world, a God of beauty. But God is a God of law, gravitation, the laws of chemistry, electronics. All these laws are not entities themselves, but merely descriptions of the way God works, the great mathematician. Lift up your eyes on high, and behold, who hath created these things? that bringeth out their host by number. He calleth them all by names by the greatness of his might. For that he is strong in power, not one faileth. 
Isaiah 40, 26. And last of all, God is a God of love. Love is of God. Read in 1 John 4, 7. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. True enough, there are many terrible things in the world today. We cannot harmonize them with love. Nevertheless, the word of God standeth sure. And in the shadow of the cross, we see that God is love. And there only can we understand it. The story is told of a skeptical French general in the olden days who said, I cannot form the slightest conception of that mysterious being which men call the good God. Dumas, the novelist, is said to have replied, General, I have in my house four dogs, two apes, and a parrot, and their opinions are absolutely identical with yours. The other side of the picture is shown by this experience. Someone reported a conversation with Evangeline Booth of the Salvation Army after she had passed her 80th birthday. Have you always been sure of your faith? I have my dark moments. Why did my mother die of cancer? My father go blind. Then she added, God would not be much of a God if I could understand him perfectly. And so to our Father in heaven, the first person of the Holy Trinity, whose unity, eternity, omniscience, omnipresence, omnipotence, and sovereignty are declared in Holy Scripture, we say, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name.
Remember to keep looking up, going forward in faith. Have faith in God, Creator, Father, Lord. Have faith in God, Him praise and love afford. Have faith in God, forevermore adored. Have faith, dear friend, in God. We hope this transcribed program of ours has served to bring spiritual strength today. And we invite you to join us again next week, same station, same time, for another broadcast brought to you by the Voice of Prophecy. And just a word here, friends. Our radio broadcast depends upon the love, the prayers, the support of our friends who write to us. We'll be looking for your letters. Every Thursday is prayer day at the Voice of Prophecy, special prayer day, worldwide prayer circle day. Join us in prayer, especially on that day. And now we say, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace.